0: This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh.
1: Yeah, it ain't making $180 million
0: back. And Willis. Oh yeah, no, sorry, I'm I'm scrolling further down now and I'm like I'm oh. an idiot. Uh, <laughs> join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really is. What's going on, everybody? We are back with more Pixel Splitters. Lots to talk about yeah. this week. Yes. Uh, mostly having to do with the fact that this was a terrible, <laughs> terrible Thanksgiving weekend.
1: Yes. In, t- for in, in terms movies. of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had, we both uh, had a great time.
0: but <laughs> Yeah. We had a great Thanksgiving. Um, lots of turkey, lots of food. Uh, but I personally didn't go to the theater, which I guess is not a, a thing. uh i do that much so that's no change there it's right on track Uh, yeah and you did so i guess that also on track um right but we're going to talk about the box office weekend um and kind of keep our our focus around that today we're going to talk about the weekend and the numbers and what's going on then we're going to talk about strange world which Mm -hmm. is disney's new animated feature that is here and out no one knew yeah uh, yeah. And then after that, we're going to talk about Glass Onion, which also had a limited release this past weekend. Yes. Um, due out on Netflix, coming soon. Um, yep. But they're like, hey, let's get it into theaters and see what it does. I don't know. So we're going to talk about those three things.
1: Yes. I'm very, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and break down what's what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, Josh, do you wanna let us know what's coming out this week? I do because everywhere.
1: Oh my god, you guys. It is the weekend of Violent Night, the David the David Harbor Santa Claus movie. <sighs> Top premiering tier. on December 2nd, going Best wide. Picture. I am freaking ready. I've I no idea. I don't know how this movie is getting a wide release. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm confounded by this. But I'm will be seeing it this weekend. Um, it just I don't know. The, the trailer looks batshit.
0: And this movie, and I feel like this movie is going to do gangbusters. Like, yeah. because it looks so batshit. Like, the, For you're sure. just sure. What through the like, whole thing, and you're like, well, I have to see that. Like, you mean David Harbor is playing
1: Santa Claus?
0: <laughs> it's very much the same reaction as. Um, Mm-hmm. Unbearable weight of massive talent. Very much so. Whereas, like, I have to see this movie. Yes.
1: You just got to do it. So, yep. that's coming December 2nd. I also have to mention this for any of our anime listeners out there the quintessential quintuplets, I don't really know much about it, but it is also going wide on December 2nd. And they've been playing a lot more anime recently, which is cool. Like, a it's, lot it's more. One, there's bigger, like a one piece bigger bigger, movie yeah. that's like playing wide right now, yeah. which is pretty crazy. So, that is also coming. I want to mention a couple things that are going to be limited, might be going wide. The first one will be going wide, but I just want to make sure people know just so if you want to catch it before you can. Emancipation is coming out limited on December 2nd as well, which is the Will Smith movie about slavery, I believe. Um, yep. It's going to be intense. I'm. We're still kind of feeling some type of way about Mr. Smith. Um <laughs>
0: I, so he started doing the press tour for this. Uh, <sighs> and it's worth knowing this is going to be in theaters. And then it's an Apple TV movie. So December 9th, it's yep. coming straight to Apple TV. Gotcha. Uh, he's starting to do his press tour here. And everyone's just like, what are you doing? Like, like what? <laughs> what's up? I personally am still in the box of like, I'm not going to watch this fucking movie. Fuck Will Smith.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I and like, I, you know, I don't know what Apple TV is going to is doing with this. I like I don't, know damaged goods in my opinion. But
1: true. And Will Smith can't even attend the Oscars for a decade. So, it we'll, it is what it is.
0: Yeah.
1: We'll see if he gets if he gets nominated. Uh, we also have Four Samosas coming. I don't know if this is going wide. This looks pretty great. It's the tagline is an unmotivated South Asian American rapper along with three other first-time thieves playing a heist on a grocery store owned by his ex-girlfriend's father in order to steal her wedding diamonds and disrupt her pending engagement. <laughs> the cinematography in this looks outstanding. Like that's one of the main reasons yeah. I'm I'm curious about <laughs> it because it just looks absolutely beautiful. Um so that if you can find it, check that out. Um we also have The Eternal Daughter coming December 2nd. That will be going wide at some point though, so keep be on the lookout for that. Um yes. streaming Oh boy, for shows, we have the Casey Anthony Where the Truth Lies coming out on November 29th on Peacock. I, um, yeah, I, Hmm. we're really going into these true crime things that just happened, or I guess like that was a little ways away, but uh, I don't know. We're Uh, putting a lot of, I mean, less than a decade, right? True. So this is going to do great and it's going to be gross. So we'll see what happens. I'm not, I don't know. uh we have sort of coming back on hbo max season two we have willow hitting disney plus on the 30th (laughs) let's go i've been talking
0: about willow forever i know Uh, actually looks pretty good it does i don't i don't know i'll check it out might as well yeah i'm gonna it's weird it like kind of seems like every other kind of magic thing yeah but i'm like but it's willow it's Older than all of the other stuff that I'm referencing in terms of magic stuff. So I'm like, is Willow the origin of a lot of this stuff? Right. I don't know. Interesting. We will
1: see. And I have no reference for Willow. So we'll really yeah. see. Um, yeah. Gossip Girl, the the reboot, they rebooted Gossip Girl, but season two yep. of the reboot is out. So like check that yep. out on HBO Max that on happened. the first Uh, Firefly Lane is back season 2 December 2nd on Netflix and then Slow Horses which I have not yet seen but I've heard amazing things about season 2 is also coming back December 2nd on Apple TV plus for movies we have Lady Chatterley's Lover December 2nd on Netflix the only reason I bring this up is because Emma Corrin is in this and having just seen My Policeman I'm like yes she is amazing I can't I think this is going to be incredible Screwed to Christmas Carol December 2nd on
0: Netflix as well And then Senior. Lots of Christmas movies this year. I feel like a disproportionate amount. I feel like there's like five or six on my list. And usually I'm like, there's like a Christmas movie coming out I want to see.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But like we're getting, there's like Spirited. There's a Christmas Story, Christmas Story. Yeah. There's Scrooge. There's the Guardians um, of the Galaxy Holiday Special. The Guardians of the which I also watched. Um,
1: I did watch that as well.
0: Um, But like, yeah, like lots of Christmas content this year.
1: A lot. They're steering into it, which, sure, there's always a market for something. So yeah. that's what's coming this week, guys. Well, and uh, one more. Oh. Oh, I we said senior. Yeah, I did oh, say it, but yeah, I didn't I go into it. Cost. Yeah, it's okay.
0: Yeah. Senior, senior. The RDJ Robert documentary. Robert doc yeah. about his dad. Looks, looks really good.
1: really good. And I, I don't know that much about um, Robert Downey's yeah. Sr., so I'm very intrigued. I'm very and intrigued. And I do
0: believe he just died, so... Yes. Uh, so it's going to be, uh, you're going to be bawling your eyes out by the end, no doubt. For sure. So, so uh,
1: yeah, a lot on of that <laughs> stuff <laughs> coming out this week. Uh, but let's get right into this episode, guys. Let's go.
0: So, Thanksgiving box office.
1: Yes. Normally, let's just
0: put this, let me, normally pretty big. Yeah. I have traditionally gone with my family on a, to to the movies on Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah. Not on Thanksgiving per se, but usually Black Friday. I'll like you go out shopping yeah. and then you pick up a movie. Sure. Yeah. Um without getting into numbers, let's just put it out there. It was Black Panther Wakanda Forever number 1, Strange mm-hmm. World number 2, Glass Onion a Knives Out Mystery number 3, Devotion number 4 and The Menu number 5.
1: Yes. Yes. And I believe two, three, and four all premiered last week as well. Yes.
0: Yep. So black Panther black still Panther's blew those week. out of the water.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pretty substantially. Very much so. Um, so I don't think we'll be talking a lot about black Panther here because it's, I no. mean, it's black Panther. It is a Marvel property. It is an anticipated Marvel property. It yeah. was going to do numbers. Um, and we talk all the time about how these tentpole things kind of exist in, on a different tier. Than, yeah. than other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think then the other four in this list, I think there's definitely the separation between those four and and Black Panther. Um, For sure. For sure. So, yeah. Black Panther, number one, 45 million in the weekend, bringing it up to like 367 million.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Big numbers, of course. Of course. Nothing really to say about that. Of course yeah. it was going <laughs> to take this weekend. Normal. Other than that, pretty pretty abysmal numbers incredibly
1: if for 3 movies that premiered that week yeah that weekend that were like okay that are, this is the big weekend people are off
0: yeah yeah people don't have to go to work they could go to a new showing and like and be fine with it um yeah so <sighs> this is so crazy but
1: and I want to get your opinion on if like what's playing the biggest role in why this happened, but in total, the entire three-day week, well, yeah, three-day weekend, not, I guess, including a part of Thursday, uh, the entire weekend grossed $95 million. million. Yeah, yeah. Uh, A total of $95 million domestically, which is the worst it's been for Thanksgiving Day weekend in 30 years, the last time being, I believe it said 1993. Three? Four Four 90, 1994 uh, yeah Yeah which was 94 million dollars When ticket prices Were four dollars Yes So Yes Very interesting Um, So like I,
0: arguably With inflation Like way worse Than that
1: Way worse And guys yeah. We're talking about A Disney animated film Which those usually mm-hmm. COVID Aside Do really well No Dependable. matter what
0: Yeah We're talking Frozen Aladdin uh, you know, you know, a couple the, you've you and everything in of. between. Yeah, yeah. 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 like <laughs> frozen uh, and a I don't know why those two are the ones that are like just coming out of my mouth right uh, now, but they're huge ones. Though. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then a massively anticipated sequel. Yeah, in Glass Onion, um, mm-hmm.
1: starring everyone you've ever heard of.
0: Yeah, and like not for nothing, Devotion, like yeah. kind of a. Like a little bit of a sleeper, I feel like Knockout doesn't have a lot of buzz around it, but looks really good and looks like, like you, I would make that bet. If you were like this movie, good or bad, I'm like, yeah, I would bet this movie is going to do good for
1: sure. And it's Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell, like two tried yeah. and true people or actors who are hot right now, like they're in the prime of their careers yeah. right now, and it's like, okay. So all of these movies bombed, but why? Like, is it because, there's a lot of reasons why, but is it because people are like, well, let me see what's on streaming first, or let me see, like, everyone clearly went to see Black Panther, like, if they went to see yeah. anything at all. I don't know. I just don't know what to account for this, because, like, you know, we've talked about Top Gun and, like, all the anomalies, like, you know, uh, yeah, that have made crazy money so it's like theaters are still viable for making money for movies so i just am looking at this and i'm like it's not like there was nothing to see
0: yeah there's a ton
1: of stuff to see
0: (laughs) so i feel like there's a couple things going on here worth exploring yeah one is a lot of people went and saw black panther black panther is the the holiday weekend movie yeah you know what I mean? So it's like, and I would bet there are a fair amount of people that didn't see Black Panther opening weekend because yeah. they were like, well, I'll be home next weekend or I'll, my family will be here next weekend and we'll all go right. see Black Panther together. So I would bet that Black Panther probably took a majority of it. hmm After that, I feel like in the, like Thanksgiving is such a family oriented holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot here that's going to appeal across the board. That's a good call. And like, we'll get into Strange World, but like Strange World, kids movie. Sure. Like there's a very set group that's going to go to that. And again, we'll get into it, but like not great on the advertising for that. So those people may have found something else. Glass Onion cutting its... Audience kind of in half because it's going to be out on Netflix in a couple weeks. That and it only premiered in like
1: under a thousand theaters.
0: Yeah, also hard to see. Yeah, right. Um,
1: <laughs> six hundred and ninety six theaters.
0: Yeah, yeah. So There's you nothing. know, you're saying if you're like, I'm sure it played nowhere near me.
1: Probably um, not. Yeah.
0: And then like devotion and the menu, and you can go even further down to like the Fablemans and Bones yep. and all. She said Black Adam also in there, you know, Black Adam, I think is probably spent on everyone who's going to go see that. And then the Fablemans, Bones and all. um, And she said, and, you know, kind of niche. Devotion in the menu. Like uh, there's a very specific group of people that's going to go see Devotion. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Not that many, like in theaters, I guess. Yeah. Although I would have thought Devotion would have picked up some momentum from Top Gun.
1: Yeah, I don't really know what it is about that movie. I mean, like nobody I've come across has been like, I think I'm going to check that out. Like, I I think I will. I don't know if I will see it in a theater just because I don't know. Maybe it feels like like a hangover from Top Gun.
0: Well, it seems weirdly B-movie-esque. Sure. And I think honestly, like, and this is just me speaking from my own relationship to it mm-hmm. jonathan majors and glenn patel like great actors mm-hmm. not huge stars exactly jonathan majors on the cusp mm-hmm. about to be a massive star right but like there's no like tom Cruise isn't in this or um yeah anybody there's no jamie fox there's no um yeah I don't know why Tom Sizemore just popped into my head, but that wouldn't qualify. Tom Sizemore needs to be in this. (laughs) (laughs) But like there's no massive star that's pulling into this. Sure. Mm -hmm. And we've talked a lot about how like massive stars don't do it anymore. But if you have something that's kind of a niche subject matter. Yeah. Then you need the major star. For sure. So I feel like it's just like right on the peripheral of what it needs to be to draw a big crowd, but it's not there yet.
1: Right. Right. Um, yeah. I think there might've been also like, the oh. fact
0: that Joe Jonas was like on yeah. all the press tour and I'm like, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> the drawing power of a Jonas brother in 2022.
1: I know. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. So I, I don't mean, know. it's this, it, it Definitely, part of it is that, and I didn't even think about that when I was looking at these. I'm like, there's not a movie here where it's like, a, you know, a family that has a bunch of age groups could all go see any of these movies well, and make of, it work besides Black Panther.
0: Yeah, I think of when I was growing up, like it was always uh, Harry Potter was Thanksgiving,
1: yes, or yes.
0: James Bond was often Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, which is gonna appealing across the board, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's like that Black Panther's your appeal there. And everybody yeah. that was going to go, they wanted something with broad appeal, went and saw Black Panther. So,
1: exactly. Exactly. Depressing, but we'll see. I mean, we as we know, movie theaters are still alive and well. So it just has to be the yeah. right fit for everything to work
0: out. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, and it's interesting. And we can use this as a segue. Yeah. Um, Although I guess I shouldn't just like say, let's be, <laughs> let's segue, but you know, those wide draw movies yeah. can be animated. Yeah. Pixar movies have done that a bunch, you know, you get things yeah. like up and you get things like WALL-E and Toy Story and all those, those were, I mean, I don't know, I'm, Speculating, but like I don't know those dates (laughs) off the top of my head. But like those are the kind of things that can work in a Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. weekend release. Strange World, however, boy, did twelve million dollars over the weekend, which is bad.
1: really bad. Now, let me look up what the budget was for Strange World cuz this is a massive Disney animated film that costs yes. about 180 million dollars, which yes. is already is an astounding huge. number. But yes. then, opening weekend, it pulls in an astounding, what did you just say it was, 12 million dollars?
0: 12 million.
1: Yeah, it ain't making 180 million dollars back.
0: Well, and I th- the the <laughs> Count was it needed to make something around like two or three hundred and fifty million dollars to break even after yeah. everything and like, marketing. And yeah. And that's the kind of thing that like Encanto is not doing that. Right. You know, like, yeah. Light Years not doing that. Like they're yeah. big, big things aren't coming anywhere near that. So right. this movie had a long way to go. Yes. And, and it did not make it.
1: <laughs> yes. But. Did you know this movie was coming? Did we ever mention this movie on the pod?
0: No. I will say, when we brought up this, I watched the trailer, and I have definitely seen the trailer before.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I I have definitely watched the trailer, but, like, not in a long time, and, like, that's all I saw of it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, no kind of ad campaign built around this at all. No.
1: No promotional, no, no, um, like promo ads on Twitter or Instagram. It, yeah. I didn't see it before one single movie in theaters. Not one time was it played in a theater. Like, this is the stuff where I'm like, oh, Strange World bombed. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the hell is this movie? I watched the trailer. I had never seen the trailer before. And I was like, yeah. what is going on? And people uh, on Twitter were like talking to me and they were like, where did this movie come from? How yeah. did they declare it a flop already if nobody knew it was coming? Did they market this at all? Why wasn't it anywhere?
0: Well, and it's, it's just- interesting. I actually saw a clip from an interview about it that I didn't even realize. So I think I sent it to you, that clip of Jake Gyllenhaal That's and Dennis That's from Quaid. this? That's from this. That's <laughs> like a joint interview where, Den- where uh, Jake Gyllenhaal realizes that Uh, Dennis Quaid played his dad in The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Like 20 years after and like blows his mind. I was like, that's a clip that was literally for this movie. Didn't know. And like didn't know. There was no, it may have said Strange World behind him.
1: I didn't even see that.
0: But I'm like, it didn't occur to me as a current movie. I assumed it was a clip from like a while back. Me too. So what's going on? Why? There's clearly not enough marketing behind this to to get through to
1: people. And that's where I'm finding issue with like, okay, it cost 130 million. 180. There could or 180 million. Where like what how did, did they do like I just don't understand where the marketing dollars went. Like well, I didn't like there's no cutout at the AMC. I didn't see a poster at the AMC at either of them. I'm like, how is anybody supposed to know this movie exists? I've never seen it. I don't watch commercials really, but like, was it playing (laughs) on cable commercials? Like if so, wrong demographic, my
0: guys, (laughs) my kind of thought here, what I'm taking away from everything I'm seeing about this is that Disney thought it was bad yeah disney thought it was bad disney thought it was way too expensive yeah and didn't spend money on promoting it because then that's just more money that you have to make up with this movie that they don't think is gonna is gonna make money right and like i'm looking it's got like a 73 critic score on rotten tomatoes which is like not terrible not Not great definitely not not terrible, terrible yeah the audience score is 64 so like it's like a lukewarm reaction to be sure mm-hmm. um i i think i think it was just a, a vote of no confidence in, in the I movie know. from disney of this isn't going to do numbers and let's not dig ourselves deeper in, especially if there's something <sighs> that like this costs us 180 million dollars that's a huge number massive 180 so that's like if you look at Encanto that was somewhere between like 120 and 150 so yeah. like it's not crazy but right. it's not great it's like definitely cost more than it should have for sure yeah and i i i really think it was just like a let's hedge our bets yeah and that's and you-, you know
1: well and and what really sucks about this is again like having only really learned about this a few days ago learning that this is the first time you have a character that's the main protagonist who's openly LGBTQ like somebody who's part of the community and people are already pointing at like if you look at the uh, like the general google score it's a 1 because everyone who's like a bigot is like woke agenda one zero star you know um and i hate that this is the way maybe the movie's terrible and that's why disney did it but everyone's gonna point to something like this and go look this shit doesn't work people don't want to see this yeah when in reality it's like it's a bad look for them too because it looks like they didn't want to market the movie with the gay character in it and it's like Yeah, no shit. And then, you know, this is coming right off the heels of them pushing Turning Red to Disney Plus, where a month later, Lightyear goes straight to theater. Like, it's another, like, hat on a hat of people, even if that wasn't their intention, the optics look so bad that it just leaves people with a terrible taste in their mouth, and it feeds the people who are going... This is terrible. Like, there's tons of movies that... I heard somebody on... I think it was Van Lathan talking about this on a podcast recently. He's like, you know, there are movies out there that aren't that good, but I made a point of going to see them because if we don't go to see these movies, they will not make movies with gay characters in them again. They will not make movies with black protagonists in them again if they don't do well, and they'll point at it and say, this is why this thing flopped. And so it just pains me to see something that never even had a fighting chance... Yeah, it's going to go nowhere. Like, I'm going to go see it this week because I'm like, I just want to I got to see for myself. Yeah. And it's just it's just a huge disappointment and a massive failure on Disney's part to even do like the bare minimum. Like, I just we're interested in this stuff and we didn't know. How? How is that possible that it didn't cross yeah. either of our radars in some sort of a meaningful way? Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Dennis Quaid, Lucy Liu, Gabrielle Union. Like, this cast is insane. Like, what are we talking well, about? Well, and right
0: the now? director, like Don Hall as well. Um, yeah. Sorry. I don't have, uh, Don Hall and Keane Union like, you know, I, not terrible names in terms of, like, directing credits. Yeah. You know, like.
1: He directed a Big Hero Ryan 6. Ryan the Last Dragon,
0: Moana, yeah. Big Hero 6. Like, that's. Yeah. A solid, you know it. So here's a question for you. Yeah. Why not go straight to Disney Plus?
1: I don't. I don't have an answer. Like it's. It's just if you didn't think Turning Red was going to do well, you put it on Disney Plus. If yeah. you didn't think this was going to do well, why bury it?
0: Is and it, make it look like it was a failure. <laughs> like that's the so the only thing I can come to with that is. They had to have something for Thanksgiving weekend.
1: They, they, like had this
0: Black this Panther. Weekend, <laughs> true, true. But like this weekend was probably the best chance this movie had to make money. Sure. Like the 12 million, I would say probably half of that is probably because there's a bunch of people that that's what they do on Thanksgiving weekend. They go to the movies with the family and.
1: Yeah. Oh, Strange World. Let's check it out. Yeah. yeah
0: cool. Um, yeah. But. I feel like this would be such a better sell for a Disney plus thing. Although to, to come back to what you were saying. Yeah. That like (laughs) begs the whole question with, in terms of representation of like, Oh, well we'll just drop that to Disney plus, What it's not important.
1: Right. But like for them, they, they really need to think about what like this ensured that it got a, a terrible headline. Turning red didn't get a headline at all, which is better than a bad headline where people are like, biggest flop like the thing you see is strange world set to lose over 100 million dollars biggest flop in disney you know animated history in the past 20 like it's that makes it seem like it's a bad movie regardless whereas if they just dumped it on disney plus like people would make their assumptions just yeah just kind of sweep it away which is why i'm like maybe people just don't get Nobody gets the movie culture and the movie climate right now. Like truly nobody understands what's going on, which is why we've seen all of these CEOs drop and get picked up. And <laughs> yeah. Everyone's changing their contracts and, you know, people are laying off thousands of people. And it's like because nobody has a grasp on what the hell to do. And this, I think, unfortunately, is another casualty of that yeah. that looks really bad but was just them going like maybe this is the best chance like you said that we have to make money on this and it just yeah. looks like everybody hated it which i don't think i is feel the like case.
0: yeah there are a bunch of people involved with this that were looking for a way to fix it and yeah couldn't find one yeah it's tough It's it's crazy that this is just like I don't know it's weird because I'm like because there are the headlines of it's the biggest bomb but like there is no noise about it and like maybe it will just fade away you know it's not like Avatar yeah. that we've been hearing about for 10 years where it's going to come out and if yeah. it's terrible people are going to talk about it for decades like this yeah. might just slide along and we'll never hear from it again um, probably Yeah, I just hope it
1: doesn't like, influence too yeah. much of their decision making in the future
0: yeah yeah
1: because people are really comfortable being like see yeah nobody wants to see gay characters it's like what (laughs) there's nothing to do with this (laughs) so it's
0: just like uh, yeah it's it's tough
1: it is tough and i I don't know i'll give it a chance well hopefully by next week you'll know my thoughts and we'll figure it out but man it's just a huge bummer and i i i I'm gonna do my best to tell everyone I know about this movie and be like, please, just go, good or bad, you know? It can't be that bad, you know? Um, It's, it, I think personally that streaming is a big reason, one, that the box office was so weak this weekend and also Mm -hmm. the fact that movies like this are just floating around. Like, you see movies like Men get thrown to theaters when it's like, that probably should have gone to a streamer and then you see movies that are like the exact opposite, and it's yeah. just weird.
0: The metric for streaming versus theatrical release is convoluted at best.
1: Yeah, and it changes every week. You're like, oh, well, yeah. now this works, and people want to see yeah. this. I mean, the industry's rapidly, rapidly changing for sure. And I guess we can just go on into the
0: the, the streaming movie, and I, yeah, <laughs> that should have. And- and Netflix is like ty- trying to toe that line as much as anybody. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, so this is almost like the reverse conversation of yeah. what we just talked about, kind of. Of
1: yeah, over. Glass Onion,
0: <laughs> a gla- Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Glass Onion, a nine out theaters. mystery, uh, came out in just under seven hundred theaters mm-hmm. for a week did 13 mil mm-hmm. uh that's
1: it gotta wait for netflix <laughs> come
0: comes out on netflix on what uh december 23rd
1: oh so like
0: which is a way a few out.
1: weeks out yeah which means there's now this lag time between when it was in theaters and when people can actually see there's the movie. a
0: whole bunch of people that want to talk about this movie yeah they can't talk about it yet yeah
1: because only a handful Josh of people got of to them. see it. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Tune in to Tuned In on yes. Sunday to hear Josh's thoughts on glasses. My spoiler-free uh, thoughts. Um Yes.
1: But what an anomaly. Knives out, the first one. Let me see what Knives Out made because that was a theaters only movie. I mean, yes. obviously that was 2019, I believe. So, um You know, that was pre all of this stuff. Knives Out made three hundred and twelve million (laughs) dollars,
0: which is pretty good.
1: That's pretty Pretty, good. That probably costs like, you know, 30, 40, you know.
0: Um, Yeah. Is and it is not any kind of like established franchise or property. Exactly. Uh, So let's ask this question. Why did Netflix put this movie out in theaters? You know what?
1: I don't know. They either had to do. A hundred percent one way or a hundred percent the other way or simultaneous. I'm like do them both at the same time, but I do not understand what Netflix, what I don't well, get what this is all about.
0: So Ted Sarandos has said that he doesn't give a damn about box office. He's all about subscriber pace. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not because, well, it's weird because it's not like because they wanted to per se, but like, yeah. I don't think anyone's bullying netflix around no no i'm like trying to think of qualify. i'm like i all right there's a couple things i think i think a rain johnson was probably pushing like hell for it sure uh and daniel craig i know daniel craig's a big proponent of seeing things in theaters as well Well, for sure and b it's got to run in theaters to be considered for an oscar um which is weird because i'm like I, i don't know if i consider this like an oscar movie no, I mean I would, possibly yeah.
1: I mean I guess maybe anything could be I mean yeah, like movie, a, but. <laughs> like yeah
0: you know I don't know what else Netflix is potentially putting forward
1: true I mean hey last year don't look up was a best picture contender
0: it's true so it's true <laughs> but I'm like yeah. what is what is Netflix betting on here I mean that's after the thing. a quick Google search there's not a lot all Quiet on the Western Front, maybe, but that didn't really make an impact. It didn't. Del Toro's wonder, Pinocchio is still coming. The Wonder. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I
1: did watch, and I I forgot to bring it up, but yeah.
0: Um, White Noise. I know that's coming. Oh, that's, yeah. That's uh The movie.
1: hmm
0: But, like, beyond that, that's, like, not a lot. You know, and, and Blonde. <sighs> uh, <laughs> but, like, so, I mean... It's possible that they're looking at this and going, "Maybe there's an Oscar nomination in here."
1: Yeah, right. I know. I
0: mean, you've seen it. Like, does anything stand out to you as like Oscar-worthy level stuff? Be it like writing, your directing, your performance, sound editing.
1: Honestly, no. Like, and it's not because it's bad. It's just like it. No part of me went, "Oh, this will be a." This is a contender. contender. Like, there's a couple performances in there. Like, I mentioned Janelle Monet, tune into Tuned In, and you'll hear me talk about her. Yeah. She could have a nomination, but then you look at the slate of like real Oscar contender movies, and you're like, yeah. well, these all blow her out of the water yeah, just because up, of this kind of putting movie. her
0: up against Kate uh, Blanchett yeah, in Tar. Yeah. Really. In
1: Tar. Come on now. Like, she's, yeah. 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 Um, and Michelle Yeoh and everything everywhere. Like, no, no chance. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I I genuinely don't know. And I know that people were thinking about this movie in that way prior to its release. They're like, hey, Glass Onion, this could be Netflix's best picture contender. And I was like, "Yeah, very interesting. And then (laughs) I don't really think so. But I I don't know. Because it's not about the money. It's not. Clearly it's not. Or they would have done a longer run. Like this movie, I think is supposed to make about $40 million in the, within the next week, like between that yeah. weekend and next weekend, which is fine. But you know, Netflix makes a couple billion dollars a quarter. So they don't well, really care. It's
0: also, it's also interesting to note here that that's all like a speculative thing because yeah. Netflix doesn't report exactly. earnings. Yeah. So like <laughs> we're doing like math off of, uh, yeah. Guest theater, uh, info, but, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, like a week in seven hundred theaters feels very much like let's check that box just to check it, right? But Which if, is insane when you consider what it means to like what it costs to put a movie out in theaters. I
1: know, I know. And not the,
0: that Netflix is like hurting for it, but well, no. but I mean, they kind of are. They've had a hell of a year in terms of like funds, and like they're not just spending on everything all that. So like, true. <sighs> There, I, I think there has to have been a conversation at some point where they're like, this could be an Oscar play. Right. Let's not burn that bridge.
1: It's true. It's very true. And, like, let's be clear. Uh, I think that Ryan Johnson got paid, like—or not got paid, but he made, like, close to a $400 million deal with Netflix to produce Knives Out 2 and 3 because the first one was obviously not yeah. Netflix production. So, like, they have sunk— almost half a billion dollars into these yeah. two movies that third one hasn't been written. Ryan's like I haven't written it. I don't know what it's about yet. And this one is just now hitting and it's a who knows. Is this going to be a hit or not? Yeah. And so I don't know what their th- I don't know what their end goal is for any of this stuff. Is it hours watched? I don't think it's an Oscar thing. Like I don't think this movie is going to be anywhere near the Oscar race this year. Like I Yeah. I, so I'm confused about what's going on here. Like they I wonder, should have put this out for months. People would go see it. I, you know, it's it's a great here, theater. Here's movie. honest.
0: Here's here's the thought. Uh, you bring up Rain Johnson and his four hundred million dollar contract for these. Yeah. These could be a stipulation in that oh. that it has to play in the theater.
1: And you think he probably put that in?
0: <laughs> I would. Th- I mean, like given how like how much of a proponent for theaters he is, for sure, it's not unheard of. Yeah. And this could be Netflix, like, reading the contract very fine and being like, yep, we satisfied the clause in the contract. One we week, 700 theaters.
1: We did it. <laughs> we yeah. Did it.
0: <laughs> yeah it, like, it says in the contract for a minimum of one week and at no less than right. 700 theaters. And it's like. And they're like,
1: perfect. Check. Nailed it. Yeah. I, I um, mean, it. it is crazy because I think that this is a movie that could have pulled big numbers just because of the the impact that the first one had like like I said it almost yeah. made 400 million dollars and like they paid that much to him so i assume they think it's worth that much to have these movies under their netflix umbrella yeah what well is and that we were worth? saying
0: <laughs> at the top how there wasn't a universal for everyone kind of movie, right? This could have easily been that for sure, but it was hard to find 700 theaters. That's seven, you know, yeah, a normal release is something like 3,400, 3,500, yeah, theaters, 700, yeah. like come on, less now. than a third of like, yeah, yeah, it could have been huge, like, but and God knows they've been doing the marketing for it, like, I know. Well, I guess that's – to bring it back, that's like the conversation that a lot of people are having is like money on the table, guys. Like Money on the table. You could have scooped this up. But I
1: think with Netflix, they're stuck between is it worth more to have a Netflix make $400 million over like three months or to get more subscribers on the platform? Like there is no sci- – I mean I'm sure there's calculations and algorithms to yeah. determine, but it's not an exact science these days of what – like. Netflix isn't just a household thing anymore. Like I know yeah. many people who are like, I just don't have it. Like I, I use HBO way more, so I got rid of Netflix. You know. Yeah. Um. And they just bumped their price, so there a ton more people are going to jump ship. And uh, like them going, we have knives out too on Netflix. Is that worth more to them than being like, okay, we're putting knives out too in a theater? Yeah. I just don't know what the calculation is, and maybe it's this a tough call. like maybe this is going to be like, oh, we're never doing this again.
0: Well, that'll be the big interesting question is what happens with Knives Out 3 in a couple of years. Yeah. our Netflix reps right now are looking at this going, well, shit, we could have made money here. Right. Like, and I guess that math will all change when it comes out in December. Right. Like when we, if they look at it in February and they're like, yeah, okay, like theaters, we, we don't need theaters. Like Right. You know, a, a handful of people watch this in a week yeah. <laughs> and like everyone fucking watch. And I mean, we'll kind of see like, yeah, there's like a little bit of a conversation about it now. But when it hits in December, like is everybody going to be talking about Knives Out?
1: Right. It, two days before on Christmas. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, everyone will be home like that. It. You're right. I mean, that is they're hitting the prime target of people are at home. Yeah. And is it worth more to have people who are all together go out and pay for a movie ticket? Or is it easier for them to just fire up Netflix? Like, it's obviously easier to do that, but, like...
0: This is, like, I'll be home when this comes out, and this is a movie my dad and I would watch. Oh, for sure. You know? I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway, but... Well,
1: sure. (laughs) But even if not, like, you would fire this up. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Man, I... Interesting. Very odd. And I'm glad that this is going to Netflix, and then we'll be able to see, because inevitably, you know, they don't report on anything until it's, like, a massive success, like, Wednesday. Yeah. They're just like, oh, 100... Seventy million yeah. hours watched of the show or whatever, and so we'll see. Like if this does
0: <laughs> unseats Red Notice,
1: yeah. Oh my good, I, I freaking hope so. I really. hope I so. will
0: bet money it doesn't unseat Red Notice.
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> it doesn't have Ryan Reynolds in it. Um, it's true. So, yeah, Knives I don't know.
0: With Ryan Reynolds,
1: dude, he will
0: be and the Rock and Gally they'll about. they'll be in it.
1: <laughs> they'll merge the this Red Notice two oh and Knives God. Out three. <laughs> Red, Red knives. <laughs> so, yeah, I I, I don't know. I, there is no answer here. It's very odd. I I'm not sure what they're doing, but we'll see. And I wanna, I'm very curious to see what happens with the Oscar season and all this stuff. So, yeah,
0: We're starting to get into it. News is starting to go. I know.
1: All right. Well, that was a lot of movie theater talk. What a weekend. What a weekend. Um <laughs> uh, should we do recommendations?
0: Yes. Uh so our recommendation this week in honor of Thanksgiving weekend yes. uh is a movie you saw on a holiday weekend. Um mm-hmm. we're not confining it to Thanksgiving because who can really remember? But uh Yeah. yeah. <laughs> something that you saw on a holiday weekend uh and stuck with you and you, you like are, is worth recommending. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first on this one Josh or do you want me to go first
1: um I can go first I can go first uh and this actually will kind of fold into tuned in so come back on Sunday and you'll understand something uh (laughs) Uh, I'm going to recommend a movie that is a rom-com that I actually do enjoy. And I do like rom-coms. So they just have nice. to uh, speak to me more. And this <laughs> is a movie that I only for the first time saw last Christmas. And I remember watching it on Christmas Day because one of my friends was like, this is my favorite movie ever and I have to check it out. Um mm-hmm. and it's When Harry Met Sally. I'd never seen it until last ah. year. And I mean, this movie is is exactly my my speed of rom-com. You know, it's not... 2 romantic e is more of like a buddy comedy which i'm yeah. way more into i mean they're friends for a lot of it uh most of it honestly and um and it's just great you have two people i would say at the height or towards their like peak of where they were I in their careers it. you know Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan who just have chemistry that is yeah. off the charts like <laughs> it's so crazy because there's so they're two people that i'm like they feel like they should bounce right off each other. Like, why do you two, why are you two meshing so well? And it just works. Yeah. It just works so well. And this movie has so much charm and so much like, it feels warm. It just feels like cozy. Like, there's conflict, but it's yeah. very.
0: I know exactly what you mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, low st- It's like a sleepless in Seattle, but even warmer. Like, you just feel, yeah. When they're on the phone and you're just like, <laughs> oh man, this feels good, you know? And, yeah. Um, so yeah, and I will forever remember watching this on Christmas because I'm like, my God, this is a really good Christmas movie, even though it's not has nothing to really do with that. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, my recommendation is when Harry met Sally. Check it out if you haven't. I believe it's on HBO Max. Nice. Um, and yeah, what is your recommendation?
0: So uh, mine is a movie from 2015 Ooh. that I. So, I had said earlier that I tend to go uh, with my family to see a movie on yeah. Thanksgiving. And this specific year, uh, I went to see a movie called Spectre. A uh, little movie. Uh, James Bond movie. Yes. Um, but that movie was completely sold out when I got to the theater. Oh. So, I was there with my entire family uh, <laughs> going like, what What do we see? So, we saw a little movie from 2015 called Brooklyn. Oh, uh, Yes. With uh, with uh, Saoirse Ronan, yes, which is excellent, wonderful. Like it's a very quiet movie. It's very different from Spectre, uh, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's about an Irish immigrant in I want to say the '50s in Brooklyn, and it's kind of just like a, a nice little love story about this this woman just trying to make her way. Yeah. Um, really put. Uh, uh, Saoirse Ronan. Am I saying her name right? Serja? Saoirse?
1: Saoirse? I don't really know. Saoirse, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Really put her on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, this was before I saw her in Lady Bird or anything like that. I think it was before Lady Bird. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. 2015. Yeah. Yeah. I would say this was probably her breakout role. Like, we just looking at her list here. I mean, yeah, like we- the year before she was in Muppets Most Wanted as ballerina. So like,
1: uh was was
0: um Budapest the year after? Budapest uh oh oh you might be right. Oh yeah, no, sorry, I'm I'm scrolling further down now and I'm like I'm oh. an idiot. Um <laughs> there's Atonement. She was in Atonement, she was in the lovely bones, uh oh, that's she was right. in the way back, she was in Hannah, she oh, was in yeah. the host. Um, and they yeah, got grand Budapest. It was literally the next one down from Muppets. Most Wanted. So <laughs> uh so scratch everything I said about that. Um but this Still is a the great one movie that really put her on my radar uh, as like a t- top tier actress. Yeah, um, for sure. Because she's great in it. Um, yeah. So definitely worth worth the watch. Um, yeah. And I believe you can rent it on Prime for like three bucks. Gotcha.
1: So. Man. Going to see expecting Spectre and then seeing Brooklyn.
0: It was <laughs> very a different. I, I, it's a it's a very different conversation after the movie. Yeah. Because like I say, we, we tended we used to go see like Harry Potter or mm-hmm. James Bond or whatever. And yeah, this is not that. No, so. no, it's not. Wonderful movie,
1: though. Good pick. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah. All right. Well, that will. So that'll
0: do it. Do it, folks let's bring it home Josh where can people find you on the internet
1: people can find me on the internet on Twitter although I'm not as much on Twitter these days but it's yeah. Josh Fuller 33 Fuller spell with no E you can also find me on both Instagram and Letterboxd I frequent those every day um, at Josh J Fuller and where can people find you
0: Willis you can find me on the internet uh, on Instagram on not really on Twitter on Instagram and Letterboxd at Willis film uh, and if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Pixel Splitters. You can find us on Twitter uh, at Pixel Split Pod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you want to find all of our recommendations on Letterboxd, you can find that at Pixel Splitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've screwed up our normal word here, so I'm all confused. But uh, where you can find all of our <laughs> our recommendations, including When Harry Met Sally and Brooklyn, uh,
1: that would go. be an interesting stuck, double stuck feature.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting. Both New York movies. Yeah very different but But, uh, yeah no i mean not kind of definitely yeah Uh, (laughs) which one do you watch first that's a big question that
1: is a big question i don't know um hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: all right
0: all right that'll do it um do it we're coming in on the end of the year i I think we still got another another megapixels in the chamber for y'all we do uh with our i think we're just saying Top, top five of 2022
1: yeah top five movies of 20 that were released in 2022 probably do a runner-up if not do just
0: because that's how we roll yeah. <laughs> but yeah 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 all, all right, right josh let's call it let's uh, do it good talking to you as always and uh take us out with the eop
1: end of pod